The show's about to start. Are you ready? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the original baseball team, the Cincinnati Reds and Houday Nation. Make sure you check them out. All right, guys. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor. Hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. We're killing it. I'm at 1,092 subscribers. That is awesome. We are so close to 1,100. Let's try to get that up there and try to get to 2,000 and 3,000 and 10,000. And, you know, as far as we can... Get the strawberry ice brand out there. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. Over the weekend, Friday night, we had, for the first time since, I think, uh, Homer Bailey. He did it back-to-back years, had a no-hitter. And this week, Wade Miley has been named the player of the week for his no-no. It was fun. I, I did not get to watch the whole thing because, unfortunately, I have to work. <laughs> Early Saturday morning, but I listened to it or watched it till about the fifth inning. And I had it on my phone. I was listening to it the whole time. Funny thing is, my son started blowing up a chat between me, him, and his mom. So are you guys watching this? This is unbelievable. I didn't see any, any of these these chats because I was sleeping. So at the end of it, I'm dead asleep. The radio's still on. <laughs> my wife comes in and I also I just hear this Jeff. And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. She goes, she started, she lost it. She started laughing so hard at me because <laughs> she scared me to death. Anyway, I'm like, what? So <laughs> I'm not very happy. I'm like, you woke me up. What do you want? <laughs> she goes, she, after she stopped laughing, she goes, Red's pitching, Wade Miley pitching, no hitter. I'm going, I know, I'm listening to it. <laughs> Is it the radio was still on? Really wasn't listening to it, but I did hear that he had a no hitter. And it reminded me a ton. I know people have said this. It reminded me a ton of the Tom Browning perfect game back in 1988. It was an, a rain delay. Wade Miles was a rain delay for an hour and a half or something like that. I think Browns was like two hours. Dude, he, it was fun watching him pitch. He just got the ball, looked at the catcher, got the side, ready to go. And it, it was a joy to watch him pitch. Now, if the Reds' defense was any better, it could have been a perfect game. But a no-hitter is still awesome. Then they turned around and got their asses kicked by the Indians on Saturday. So heading into the rubber game Sunday. I'm like, all right, this is for the Ohio Cup. Game postponed. So we'll see what that game is postponed. I think uh, sometime in August. I think it's August 9th or something like that. I'm doing that off the top of my head. I don't exactly remember. But the Reds are back at it tonight. 6.05 versus the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, they are right now four games out of first place. They are still not out of this. They, they, they keep winning series, which is good. 
But everybody else keeps winning series. But four games still isn't bad. We can hopefully beat up on the Pirates here and get ourselves on a winning streak. That would be nice. So that brings me to this guy, Jeremy D. What's, What's up, up, brother? How was your weekend? Ah, uh, it was work. <laughs> you, uh, you, you, and the fence. Yeah, the, the, the me fence. and the fence still just. I, I'm throwing a left. He's throwing a right. But guess what? Um, that section. Yeah. Did the next storm that comes through. It ain't going anywhere. It's concreted four by four, two by fours in the back, slats in the front, about three quarter inch. They ain't going anywhere. So I am just happy to be here to talk some sports and to quit doing physical damn labor. <laughs> now we have a comment here from Joe Goodberry. I want is this the Joe Goodberry who's watching? You know, the guy who's been on my show, I'm just curious. So that's the same guy or just <laughs> a different name. But if it is, what's up, Joe? Yeah. And what's up, Crown? Yep. He, like he said, beginning of the season, he's worried about Wade Miley, which I was too. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> Wade Miley's been our most consistent pitcher. I mean, seriously. I, you know, he was the one that I was uh, I was worried about, you know, because right. last year he didn't do anything. So, yeah. If you look at wins, I mean, the guy's got four wins. Um, Doolittle's got two. Hendricks has two. Hop, Dude, two. I'm worried about your boy. I'm worried about your boy. And, and I'm getting to my boy. Yeah. And it hurts. I didn't even <laughs> want to bring him up. I was just not even going to say. But What's up from Carmel, Indiana? What's going on there? One win for my boy Castillo. And what's going on, man? By the way, I, I didn't mean to jump in there. He but was ignoring you. <laughs> one man, <laughs> like normal. <laughs> um, no, seriously. Um, if you would have told me, you know, it was going to be this way, I, there's no way I would have believed you after, you know, he pitched so well. So in well, the last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating to watch him pitch, man. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I really don't. I mean, we, we, I mean, the things that we, the Reds really need to have a very, a winning season. One of the need Luis Castillo to pitch like Luis Castillo. They need Sonny Gray to pitch like Sonny Gray. We need Gino Suarez to hit like, well, he used to hit, but he hasn't done that in two years now. And I'm really starting to get worried about it. I know people say, well, maybe it's the move to shortstop, which I was, I was all for that because I thought he might've been the best option. Um, he he I love Gino. <laughs> he's one of my favorite players. He's 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 a great guy, a great a teammate. He's a great interview. It's just he is just swinging and missing and it's he's not looking good at all. I'm like we need him badly. Now that Vado is out for, you know, a month or more with the broken thumb or fractured thumb. Hopefully not more than a month. I think it's about a month. But still, and Vado Vado was starting to to come around. He was starting to hit. And now it's, he's he's out for a while. So, uh, you know, maybe hopefully the Reds can get it back together here with the Pirates tonight. Um, Hoffman. Hoffman is uh, pitching tonight. And, yes, Carl, DD might be coming to Cincinnati. Funny you bring that up because I got a lot of stuff on that one. So, let's uh, – since he brought it up, let's get into it, Jeremy. Let's do it. So, all Bengals – I have reported. Will the uh, will the Bengals get Joe Burrow another weapon in DD? Now the reports are this is the report they have. Wide receiver DD Westbrook has not found a team for 2021 season, but it looks like he may have a couple options on his radar. Reported by Josina and Anderson that the Bengals and the Vikings have had preliminary. Easy for me to say. Conversations with the whiteout. She adds that some Chiefs players have also reached out to Westbrook to see if he's interested in joining the team. Now, Westbrook was a fourth-round pick by the Jaguars in 2017, and he caught 159 passes for 1,716 yards and nine touchdowns over his first three seasons. Westbrook slipped down the depth chart in 2021, and he caught one pass for four yards before his 
he tore his ACL in October. The team will want to know that he's recovering well from the injury before moving past conversations or striking a deal that will give Westbrook a chance to rebound from a tough or excuse me, rough 2021 season. What's your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts is it's, it's weapons. If you can get him anywhere close to what he was. And the thing is, it's not like we would be counting on him. We've already got three outstanding wide receivers. <laughs> if if DD's your fourth or your fifth <laughs> and he's good, whoo, I say go for it, man. Oh, you know, my take on it is I've seen I mean the, the, the guy lit it up in college. Um got drafted probably a little later, actually, than yeah. a lot of people intended. And let me tell you something. This guy's healthy. Mm-hmm. He wants to come to Cincinnati and be with Hig and be with Boyd and be with Chase. Oh, my. Whoa. And then Bring it, baby. D- then you got DD. Then you got Tate in the end zone. What are you going to do? Who, mm-hmm. Who's We going to Higgins? We going to DD? We going to Boyd? Uh, is Uzama going to fake a block? Move out, catch Dude, the touchdown I, pass. I, I, if, the, if it happens, I mean, our offense to me is already scary enough. Yep. If you yep. add him to it, dude, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, I, I think it's going to be so much fun to watch this team this year. I, I just, I, I can't wait. And the thing is, it's not only just the Bengals that are looking, but these players are wanting to come to the Bengals. You know, it's not like, Ah, yeah, Frank, I'm going to go to the Bengals. Okay. No, seriously, I might go to the Bengals. I mean, you know, they got this guy named Joe Freaking Burrow, so he might be kind of fun to catch passes from, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And if you were a guy that just had your whole year taken away from you, kind of like a, a Trey Waynes, you know, um, he's going to be out to prove what he can do and why we brought him here and that he's worth the money we paid him. And I believe – a guy like Didi is not going to cost you a ton of money if no. he's healthy and he passes a physical. Mm-hmm. Scary. Scary. Yeah, paddle whackers are heavy transport, says. <laughs> That's a really long name, but I appreciate you. Um, he said, if we get Didi, that would mean that Stanley Morgan would be cut, which yeah. is that. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool. And Carl says, I can't wait till Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday, we have the schedule release. Now, this, this is the funny thing. This is what and, and Dave Lappin brought this up on our show uh, Friday about how great a marketing steam engine, you know, engine that the NFL is. We're all excited about a freaking schedule release. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, how many, half a million people watched? A draft where you just sit there and you watch names get called in front of a, of a mic, and we all are we're just eating it up. We love that stuff. And like I can't. I mean, I'm I'm with you. I can't wait till till the schedule comes out because I want to see what. Well, I got you know I got season tickets, so I want to see what games I get to watch. You know, this well, year. You know, and to go on to that, Jeff, that that's something that I was talking about with somebody earlier. You know. We already know who we're going to play. So, you know, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll give a shout-out. His name's John. What's up, John? So, Paddle hey, Whacker, Heavy Transport. That's John. What's up, John? I'll probably still call you Paddle Whacker because I'll, I'll try not to forget your name, but gotcha. Paddle Whacker is just cool as hell. <laughs> we like Paddle. We're just, just going <laughs> Whacker. Anyway, go ahead, man. Sorry. Poor Whacker. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it – I don't it, it, It's just now, now you've got me all confused with the paddle whacker thing. And <laughs> whacker We're thing. talking about DD and how, how, how cool it, it is. And, and yeah. who, who, it would get him, uh, how good the offense would be and who would get cut. Yeah. And Stanley Morgan, I know, uh, just got brought up. Um, you know, Stanley Morgan hasn't played much. Um, I know, you know, everybody loves Brandon Tate. And if he stays around, you know, but you've also got guys that can't stand Tate. Oh, he's slow. He don't. He can't be a third. Well, guess what? 
we're talking about maybe Tate being a fifth unless yeah. Yeah. unless we're on like the five yard line, right? Yeah, and, and need his size. Well, so, dude, how many how many times have we talked the last couple of years? We need depth. We need depth. We need depth. We, this team has depth. They have it in, in almost every aspect of the team. I can't. I mean, yeah, linebackers maybe like a little bit more, but that, that might be it. I mean, special teams. Maybe we lost some some guys there, but uh, overall, I'm, I, I think this team has got depth in almost every area, and that's it's been a long time. Now, if it's good depth, I don't know because it's a lot of rookies, you know, that we've you know drafted, so we have to find that out. But I think it's better than what we've had the last couple of years. Oh, d- definitely. I mean, we and just like Lap said, he, I, you can't you can't see if you went down the line and looked at the paper. Everybody wants to look at paper. You know what? Now it's time finally for us as Bengal fans get to look at paper and our team on paper rather right. than. Uh, the, uh, LaShawn Sims, we know he's going to suck. Um, blah, blah, blah. Now we can look at paper and say, holy crap. Does that say Trey Wayne's going to start? Does that say um, Awozier going to start? Does that say Mike Hilton going to start? Um, them, them get, these guys, by the way, and, you know, there's been a few little mentions I've seen out there on, on groups, you know, saying, well, just because they're did no, these are solid players. We yes. did not, yeah. We 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 didn't completely revamp our defensive backfield because uh, it was so great. It just needed uh, some flowers planted on it. <laughs> right. I mean, it's good. It's good, guys. It really is. Yeah. Exactly. Now, uh, John says, "How bad we're we going to miss Josh Bynes?" I would. I well, put this his play in the field. I don't know if they're going to miss him that much. I mean, he got better at the end of the year. I think they're going to miss him more in the locker room, to be honest. But it's time for Logan Wilson and Davis Gaither to, to step up. And I really do think both those guys are going to have a very good, good year this year. And look, put it this way I, I just, if those two hit this year, I mean, they, I think they hit last year, but if they really make the jump this year. That's going to make last year's draft that much better. And and speaking of uh, and going to this year's draft, this could be potentially one of the best drafts the Bengals have ever had. I think personally, with the, the all the fourth round picks they got and and, and uh, getting Osai, dude, getting him. I, I'm pretty sure we got him in the fourth of them. I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing this all off the top of my head. Pretty sure he was a fourth rounder. <clears throat> but either way, he was a second round graded guy. He, I think, is has a chance to be. A flat beast, and then your boy Bayou, Bayou da- or Big Daddy Bayou. I cannot wait to watch him and DJ Reader play next to each other. I, I just think that's going to be phenomenal. And I mean, somebody said it in here. Oh yeah, our, here it is. Rob said it. Our goal line and run defense is going to be uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think you mean very good, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's going to be. I, I, I said. You you got you got Big Daddy Bayou, you got DJ Reader, you got Mike Daniels, you got Open Joby. They're like, go ahead, go on, run on us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, and and the thing about Big Daddy Bayou is I would like to just make it to a training camp day and just go up and shake the dude's hand and he just crush realize how little of a human being I really am. He he would throw you around like a rag doll. Yeah. <laughs> Little Jamie going, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With his power, he could probably grab a hold of mine and yours, and we would both be going around in circles. I'm t- This dude is the real deal. I, 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 I know we missed big time on Big Daddy Wilkinson back a long time ago. Yeah, but this was not a first overall pick. No, no, this is this is this is a steal. Yes, this is is an interesting comment here. Seth has anyone else think Jamar Chase doesn't seem very confident or excited to be playing for us? I'm a huge Chase fan, but something just seems off. Um, to be honest, dude, I am the exact opposite. (laughs) I think he seems extremely confident and extremely excited to play for the Bengals. So I don't know 
what you're what you're reading on that. I mean, everybody is entitled to their own opinion, but I no, I think he's extremely excited to come and catch passes with Joe Burrow and the chance of uh, the offense that we have. And I mean, he came here and said he's going to break all the records. He's going to break AJ's records or break Chad's record. He wants to win the rookie of the year. He says he wants, what, 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards. He sounds pretty confident, pretty excited to me. So I'm, I don't know what you're talking about there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, and, and and just to add to it real quick, um, you know, we watched a lot of him play down here in the South, and he's not um, Chad Johnson. I just want to let whoever may have asked that question, but he's not Chad Johnson. As in, in the locker room, jung- juggling balls. Well, I guess that'd be AJ. That'd but, be AJ, yeah. Uh, but you know, put, writing up cornerbacks who he's gonna burn, um, telling everybody what his next touchdown dance is gonna be when he didn't get one that game or whatever. Um, you're not that. That's just not the kind of guy that Chase is. Um, now, maybe you've watched him more than I have. I don't know. But what I've seen is just kind of a very low-key, humble kid that I think is going to be perfect in our locker room because he's going to be back with his boy Burrow. Yeah. And we've got a lot of fun guys on our team. And yeah. I I just can't – I can't agree with that. I'm sorry, yeah. bro, but I – I appreciate your opinion. Yeah, everybody's out of their opinion. Um, now, this is kind of interesting. This came out on Twitter today that the Bengals uh, invited uh, a burner. Jimmy Robinson, 4.2840 yard dash. <laughs> that is John Ross. Now, the good thing about this is we're not going to have to, if he makes a team, rely on this guy like we try to re- rely on John Ross. But Still, speed kills, dude. I'm like, bring it. Let's go. Hopefully, he makes a team. Maybe he can be a punt returner, uh, kickoff returner. Well, maybe not kickoff returner, but punt returner, a solid weapon for us. I mean, maybe he doesn't make the team. Who knows? But it's still, that's that's cool that the Bengals signed him. I mean, I take a chance. You know, you got that speed. Bring it. Let's let's see what Zach Taylor can do with him. We're looking at league minimum, and. When I saw Tropical Bowl, I'm thinking to myself, what is What is that? (laughs) And so I started looking at it, reading it, whatever, and Bengals took a chance to – I'm thinking, my gosh, if the guy's got hands, if the guy can run a route, he's – And stay healthy. That was was John Ross's problem. John Ross can never stay healthy, so I hope the guy can stay healthy. And healthy. Yep, you're right. And healthy. If he can do those things, you've – You've got the John Ross that we wanted when we drafted him. Right. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, but I mean, it's, it, to me, it's worth a shot. I mean, that, oh, that's, that's the thing. It, it's, it's just like the same thing with, with, with signing Thaddeus Moss. I'm a huge, I, I think that's, and I might be over optimistic like I am a lot, and I might get disappointed, but I think Thaddeus Moss is going to be a big key and a big part of our offense, more than people think. That's just my own gut feeling. I have nothing to base it on other than what he did at LSU, and he's not injured now. He was last year, so we'll see what happens. Sam's got – oh, not that one. Where's that? It was up here. Sorry. I'll get to it. Uh, John Padawacker, he says, uh, make a break year for Sam Hubbard with a draft we had. Yeah, I mean, uh, but yes, you're – you're right, and I, but I do think they're going to re-sign him. I, I do think he's getting a contract this year. I do think him and Jesse Bates are both getting re-signed, but it's NFL contracts. They can get out of them pretty quick. But, yes, I do think it's a big year for Sam Hubbard and his football career. Uh, yeah, I do too, completely. And especially Jesse Bates, you brought him up. Um, yeah, we got to sign Jesse Bates. Now, depending on what happens with Hubbard this year, we'll see. But um, if it's, you know, three, four sacks, he, you know, and, and if it, so many rushing uh, of the quarterback, 10, 12, whatever, uh, that's not going to be good. If he wants a big contract, he's going to need to play big. Well, the thing is, it's it's depth. It's competition. It ain't just his job. He's got to fight for it. He's got to work for it. For the guys with Hendrickson that we signed and the guys we drafted, 
It, it, it ain't just, okay, Sam, you're the incumbent. Okay, yada, 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 let's, let's go. Go get the quarterback. He's got to work for it. And I love – and I, I'm a Sam Hubbard fan. I, I, I think he's going to be good. But he's got to produce. And I think he did better when Carlos was being Carlos Dunlap. If Osai could be – I don't – Osai's shorter. But if Hendrickson or somebody – if we can get somebody to take Carlos's spot when Carlos is playing good, that – takes the pressure off everybody else. And there's some guys that are in there that I think is going to be pretty good. I think we got a shot to have a pretty good pretty good defense and everything, as long as, you know, Armadillo doesn't mess, mess it up. But we'll see. John's got another good comment in, in here. He said, when was the last time three wide receivers on the same team had 1,000 yards? I don't know, but I'm hoping I'll find out this year. I hope I get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's an awful lot to ask. But – I think we got a shot at least two of them, but I also want Mixon. I want Mixon to go off. So I don't, I don't want to, you know, forget about the running, the running game. Yep. We can but see yeah. him going 500 yards, 700, maybe two as well. I'm, I mean, well, if Higgins, if Higgins does, or Burrow doesn't get hit, hurt last year, T's got a thousand yards in the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, this offense is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Carl says, bring back Atkins. I don't know if they're going to. I'd like to, but the more and more I think about it, with the players they already have on the roster, uh, unless he's willing to take a big haircut, as uh, Lapham said on a Friday yeah. show, he might not. So I, I don't know. I'd like to see him, but we will see. And speaking, uh, just n- not to go back too far here, but. Uh, somebody had mentioned the defensive line with Hubbard. Don't forget, we've got a guy that's been injured for a year and a half that was a standout with the Seminoles, and his name is Ronell Wren. Yes. If that kid can get healthy and do 90% of what he did in college in the NFL – I think we may have found our rotational, maybe, um, pass rusher right there, depending on what we see from him. Uh, Nick says, talking about my comment on Thaddeus, he goes, I personally don't think there's anything special about Thaddeus Moss besides the last name. Not a great athlete, not a great blocker. Don't see him making too big of an impact, in my opinion. Could be wrong. I I mean, I I could be wrong. Dude, I'm just going by the – the way he played in college and the way Joe Burrow was able, the connection to him and Joe Burrow had, I know it's, it's a big jump from college to the pros, but if they get anywhere close, because they're, they're bringing parts of the LSU offense. They started doing it last year to, to the Bengals. So if they can use what LSU used to get Thaddeus open and Thaddeus can get open, it could be a thing. And it, it, it could not be. But my point is, to the whole thing is it's worth a shot. You know, it's worth a shot to see if it happens. If it doesn't happen, it's cutting. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I, you know, I could be wrong. Like I said, I might be wrong. I might be over optimistic, but I wanted them to draft him last year. And I wasn't the only one. <laughs> there yeah. were other people that wanted the Bengals to draft him and wanted the Bengals to sign him. So, you know, it, it's funny how things change from one year to the next. Yeah, he didn't play at all that year. He was hurt. So, we'll see what happens, but it's worth, it is definitely worth a, a chance. Now, I, Lindsay Patterson, if you guys follow her on Twitter, Tweeted out this today about Jonah Williams, and he's working on his rehab. Um, but he's out in California and continues to work with Roberto Wallace and Joe Stanley. And I guess she's going to catch up with him later. But I just I'm just impressed with that box, that box jump. I mean, these dudes are extremely athletic. <laughs> to be able to do that at 300 and something pounds is ridiculous. But there's a very good chance. I think he's going to have a good year. I think the offensive line is going to have a good year because of Frank Pollock and all the stuff I keep reading about Frank Pollock. Joe Mixon's excited about him. You know, we got Trey. Oh, let's get to Trey. I didn't think I brought that up yet. Have I about Trey? There you go. Oh, let me bring that up. Where did I have that? Yeah. <clears throat> we got everyone to know about what's going on with Trey Hopkins, but this is from, uh, where is that? I think um, pro football. I think I got pro football talk. I think. Not a booger in his nose guys. No. This is from the uh, Inquirer, actually. They talk about his knee. So my knee is doing well, Hopkins said. 
I've been blessed to have a pretty smooth run. It feels good. Everything I've been asked to do hasn't been an issue. I try to work. Uh, excuse me. I try to look at it like work. All I know how to do is work anyway. It's just more work, Hobson said to the Enquirer. I go in there and I do what is asked of me. I run on it and push hard as I can. So, so far in my career, that's what's worked for me. And that's what I am hoping gets me through this. Now, what they're saying is uh, the prognosis prognosis for an ACL ACL tear is nine months. Now, week one will be right at eight, the eight-month mark for Hopkins. The Bengals starting center hasn't ruled out the potential of returning to the field in the season opener, but he's taking his rehab day by day. So there's a chance that, you know, I'm always optimistic. I've said this. I think him, he's playing game one. I think Joe Burrow's playing game one, but I'm just optimistic. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But either way, Trey Hopkins is going to be back. You're going to have Trey eventually back. You're going to have Jackson Carmen at guard. Uh, Spain, Sir somebody at the other guard. Riley Reef at tackle. Jonah Williams at the other tackle. Our offensive line, offensive line is that is a significant, significant upgrade from the opening day starting uh, starting offensive line last year. Go, go back and look who started. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, the Fred Johnsons and the and the Fun Bobbies and all those are gone and. Thank the Lord they are. Now, for him, you know, that's a month early. I, you know, I'd like to see what they would say about what they're saying about Burrow and, you know, his timeline too. But Well, I don't think anybody's ever going to get, come out and say they are coming back day one, especially not now. It's May. But, you know, one, yeah. one good thing is about this offensive line, offense line, we are never going to have to see this again, at least from this guy. I guarantee you, I, none of our offense linemen are going to go. Oh, there's a the quarterback. Go get him. <laughs> well, hey, it's fun, Bobby. He's got fun those. Little, he's got those little uh, liquor uh, things in his back pocket. Let's all just scoot around him, grab our liquor, tackle the quarterback, and then just go get drunk because we just put Burrow down hard. You know, I mean that's. <laughs> oh Lord, thank God. No, we have we revamped this complete offensive line just about center's going to be probably the toughest part if Hopkins isn't back um well, it's we gonna, it's gonna, if Hopkins isn't back it's it's either gonna be Billy Price which I know we're all scared about or the uh, kid from uh from Georgia who I he, he's he's pretty good pretty good at center so I, I, we I think we're gonna be all right for at least a, a y'all if if, if Trey, I think Trey at the most will miss a month at the most I think he's coming back at least uh, by a third or fourth game, at least. That yeah, that's what I gave him was a month. I also gave uh, Joe Burrow a month too back when he got his <laughs> diagnosis. But I'm praying that it doesn't matter. He is coming back day one because we cannot afford to do all this and all of what we did in the draft, free agency. To have Burrow sit for four games and have Brandon Allen go out there and Lord with our schedule, which everybody's seen, it's going to be tough. Yeah. We got to have Joe Burrow. We Joe, need you. Back. I, like I said, I, I, I'm very Joe. Joe has said he expects to be back game one. So, but the other thing is, we we can't wait to see this guy. Big ah! Daddy by you. <laughs> I'm gonna keep throwing that out there, trying to, dude. If Dave Lapham uses that in in, in a broadcast, I'm gonna faint. <laughs> That'd be You're awesome. Gonna, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna fall. Just, <laughs> I don't know if I can get if I'll get back up. Oh goodness, that'd be so cool. I just want to remind you guys: you are watching Sports with Strawberry Ice. We are on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok. If you're watching the show on any of the Facebook groups that let us live stream. First of all, I appreciate those guys letting us live stream. And second of all, please go to the YouTube channel, Sports, Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell so every time we go live or every time I post a video, uh, it'll pop up, which tomorrow um, I will be interviewing uh, Chris Welch, the Cincinnati Reds broadcaster. Uh, I'll be taping it. 
and I'll put that on the channel. Uh, and I'll probably uh, rebroadcast it live on the show tomorrow night. So if you guys want to get a sneak peek of it, uh, we're doing it around 1230. So hopefully by no later than 2 o'clock, I'll have it up on the channel. And uh, we can talk some some Reds with the uh, crafty lefty. The, the creeper is, uh, as I think uh, Marty Brennan will call him, <laughs> Mr. Chris Welch. All right, let's get back into the chat here. Okay, uh, John says, you know, the bad thing, Hart only allowed four sacks all last year. Well, hopefully, Reef will, I think Reef allowed one <laughs> or none. Well, one or none last year. So it's it's an upgrade. But how many did he cause? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, our, I mean to be honest, the, big, the, the worst part of our line last year through, through PFF was the guards. It was. Now. I preface that because Spain, who I think should have been one of our starting guards, uh, got moved all over the place. Surfilia, Surflo, whatever his name is, got hurt. When those two were put at guards, that's when we started running the ball. Because the, the Squealers game, those two were our starting guards. We ran all over them. Yep. So, yep. And, and, and I said, we're, we're upgrading there with Jackson Carmen. So, dude, I, I think our offensive line is going to be really, really good. And Deontay Smith. I, I just I remember that name, Deontay Smith. He's a kid out of East Carolina. I really do think maybe not next year, maybe the year after that. Depends on how much weight they can put on him, and you know he gets coached up by Frank Pollock. I really do think he could be our starting right tackle. And if that happens, you can, if Carmen is a dominant guard or go, a dominant guard, put Smith at tackle next year and let's go. And if, if he works, and you know, and that's the thing is. There is a, a chance in this draft that they can have three to four guys starting for this team in a couple of years. That's that's pretty that's pretty damn good, if you ask me. Yeah. You know, uh what up, Arrow? <laughs> what's up, man? Who day? Who day? But anyway, my uh you know, I know you brought you brought that pick up and um that was the pick to where we could have taken him or Sean Wade out of Ohio State. And that's the only thing I just – the Steelers, they seem to just creep up and, and get these guys. In the, but, and but, it, but it's like who, – who, who said Was it Blake that said it? He goes, if you look at the Bengals secondary, the guys they have are signed. For the next three or four years, we and Sean Wade might. There wasn't really a position unless he beat one of these guys out, which he might have. Th- that wasn't a need. A need was tackle, and that's the reason they took took him overweight. Sure. Right? And so I know I know you bring that up all the time, and I agree. With that. I mean, Sean Wade he could go. He's going to go to Squares, and he could come back to haunt us. I mean, he could. Well, I, let's put it this way. Hopefully he does. Well, not hopefully he does good. He's a high school no. guy, and I want him to do good, but not with the Screw him. I hope, I hope, I hope he sucks. But you know, if Smith is your right tackle, that's to me that's a more important position to fix in this grand scheme of thing with the Bengals than than the secondary. Because I mean, hell, we got we got guys last year we signed we didn't even get to see play in the secondary. Hopefully, we'll get to see them play this year. True, you know, and and that's what kind of when that pick popped up, I was thinking. Okay, we got Trey Wayne's last year. Boom, wasn't even uh, what two practices gone. Um, we had Lashawn Sims out there. We had uh, Phillips out there doing his best, which I think Phillips actually has a little bit more yet to come. Maybe to show, we'll see. I, I I'm, hopefully, but you know, and I just kind of got to thinking about that, and I thought, man, do you, that kind of talent. He was so great that first year on the inside. They moved him outside. He sucked. He was horrible. But if anybody gets him, it's the freaking squealers. And they'll somehow figure out a way to put him inside and, and get him comfortable. And But you know what? At the end of the day, that's all we got to do with Deontay Smith. Get him to be a tackle, guard, whatever we want to make out of him and make him just as good as Wade. So, either way, I'm thrilled. I'm happy with the draft. 
that was my only little bugaboo, I right. guess you could say. That was so, it. So did did you see see this come out over the over the weekend that uh Chad Johnson and Pac Man were in talks <laughs> to have a fight <laughs> the Mayweather weather Logan Paul and Chad's I think Chad sparked up like hell no I ain't fighting that dude. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you might be a lot bigger than he is, and, <laughs> but that dude bites you in the ear, man. <laughs> Pac Man ain't no joke, dude. I would not I would not want to fight Pac Man at all. I, so no. Chad Ocho, I, I agree with you. I think that's a that's a good thing you <laughs> you got out of that. Let him go. Let him go. I mean, Lord have mercy. They'd probably sell a ton of tickets, but let me tell you something. Oh, my Lord. In Cincinnati, that is. But, geez, you don't want to get in the ring with Pac-Man. Nah, Pac-Man's crazy, dude. He is. Uh, Rob, the great thing about signing players who opted out last year due to COVID is that their season didn't end only four months ago. They had an entire year to rest and heal their bodies for the NFL. I agree with that. that. That's you're talking because we got we got at least two of them. I know uh Big Daddy Bayou and and Chase, those mm-hmm. both both them sat out. So yeah, it, it's not and it's not like these guys are old. They're not gonna lose their skills, they're still young. So skipping a year honestly could actually help them because they could really just concentrate on their technique and stuff that they know they need to work on. And sometimes you you can work on stuff during the season, but not really as much as, as you'd like to. So they had a whole whole year to work on their craft and get, get better at that. So I, that's where I'm okay with it. I mean, I'll put it this way. If I had a kid, and I've said this before, if I had a kid that played D1 football and he has a chance to play in just a random bowl game and he's a top 10 pick, I would say, yeah, go ahead and sit out. Now, if it's the national championship game or or the final four, no, nah, you're playing. <laughs> I think every, I think all of them would agree they'd play. So I say with Chase, I mean, Chase was a top five pick probably at the end of, you know, 2019, and then he they got him in 2020, so he didn't really hurt himself. So I, I, I got no problem with these guys that sat out. You know, I, I would probably do the same thing. And it, just to add to it real quick, uh, you know, not just be, just because they sat out, didn't mean these guys were on the couch eating Cheetos, you know, watching right. uh, reruns of Friends, mm-hmm. okay? Um, these guys were working. They were with their high school coaches. They were with their college coaches. Um, so, you know, these guys – and when they showed up at their pro day, it showed. Yeah. Um, nobody looked like Andre Smith running the fourth. <laughs> Andre <laughs> Smith will never – he'll never live that down with his shirt off. <laughs> just never – I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Orange Arrow says bowl games have no relevance anymore. Well, they they have relevance. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I'm a huge Bearcat fan, and them playing in the Peach Bowl was it was relevant to them. <laughs> it was, you know, damn, they're beating Georgia would have been huge. So it depends on the school. But yeah, like LSU, Ohio State, you know, if they're just in regular random. It's it's it, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. They they're they're playing for for championships. So yeah, that that part I I agree. So it kind of depends on. To me, it depends on the uh, the game or the yeah. Uh, team. Yeah, he must be a lower uh, school type uh, fan or something. Maybe um, I don't. I don't know if you if you got your school, throw it out there, man. We'd like to hear it. But um, right. John Pratt. says he's talking about uh, Deontay Smith here. He's thirty five plus inch arms. Smith he plays better or he better play tackle. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is too in in the pro the uh, senior bowl. He played guard, and he looked really good at guard. <laughs> so, so yeah, so he can play. He can play both, you know. And that's that's the other good thing about the guys they got. They drafted in the offensive line. All of them can play guard or tackle. I mean, the kid from uh, Georgia, he's a center slash guard. So it's moving parts. It's it's options. It's it's good stuff. Yep, arm length and uh, feet speed. Uh, little things like that. That's that's what it takes to be a tackle, and I hope he's got every bit of it because one day we're going to need him, uh, especially if we decide to let Riley Reef go in a year, and we throw this guy out there. Well, that's the thing too. Everybody, everybody keeps saying, "You know, right, what will we do next year?" I'm like, if Riley Reef plays good, they can always resign him because I mean they already have money and allotted that- to him next year, and I don't know exactly how that. I, 
how that all works, but I'm pretty sure you can just say, or you already got this money. We'll just add on to it, you know, and, you know, sign you a contract. So you, so the second year contract, whatever the, the money that's going to them next year, they can say, all right, you got this. Now add on to it with this, with another one year contract or whatever. And he gets even more money. So yeah, that's where, you know, yeah. Uh, Foxy's on here. I must have missed his, uh, oh, his question. Hold on, Foxy. I ain't seen Foxy in a minute. I asked earlier. You must have missed it. If you think the Reds Indians game getting back or getting moved back is bad or a good thing? Oh, uh, uh, depends. I mean, it depends on the race. It depends on if the Reds are in it, to be honest, Foxy. You know, if the Reds are uh, contending and we have to go to Cleveland to play one game. It could be. It could be bad. It could be good. I. I that that's that's a tough question. I, I don't know what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm with you. You got to go to Cleveland. I mean, home field advantage is home field advantage, man. But hopefully, it isn't going to matter. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully the Reds get on a hot streak and they just go that, take off again and nobody catches them. Yes, that's what I, I. Hopefully, they keep hitting. They keep putting the ball out of the park and hopefully my boy Castillo can put together a game and start uh, getting his record. I guess you could say above 500. That'd be nice. One, one game. All right. Orange arrow. You're gonna like him already. Now, Jeremy, he's I'm a Buckeye fan. I grew up loving UC as well. Uh, I want 18 playoffs. So guys like UC can play for, I dude, I agree with you arrow. I, that, and, and the thing is, I, I think they're actually considering it now. Uh, uh, you know, it's, we're not in really college football uh, season right now, but from what I've read, that I think that's a, a very good possibility uh, for that to happen, which would be great because UC doesn't have a shot otherwise. So I, I hope they do that. Yep, and agree right here. I mean, they don't. It's it's it, it's not right, and hopefully, it gets changed. And one more thing, we got to get this out there. Today is our head coach's birthday. So we have to go. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, I don't want to sing anymore. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, oh. we see it too was, long. If we see it too long, uh, uh, YouTube might flag me saying I, I was copyrighted. That's good. <laughs> and then I was doing the chorus. So. <laughs> We could both get knocked off here. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear us sing anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Jennifer, what do you got? Uh, that is that is what Taylor said he wanted for players to be flexible. And exactly what he got. Current players and new players. Yeah. And a lot of them are like that. You know, which is good. I, I just, I, I think being able to play multiple positions, one, it, it makes you more valuable in any sport you play if you play more than one position it makes you more valuable so I, I don't think it's a bad thing all right foxy you said i think i think it might be a good thing we normally hit our stride in august well we're four games out right now hopefully we start hitting i mean the thing is the reds aren't playing bad that's what's killing me the reds aren't playing bad they're not playing great but they're not playing bad they gotta get this they gotta figure out this defense somehow and that's the thing they they Pretty much the last few years, they completely punted on defense. Like last year, I was so excited because I'm like, all right, the Reds just got to keep adding a piece here and a piece of that guy moves and add this guy. You know, well, this offseason, they didn't do it, you know, and we just lost guys. And that's that was the frustrating thing with the Reds this year is because we needed a shortstop. There was guys out there, they didn't go get one. You know, we needed to, now personally, I thought the bullpen would be better. I really did. I know. So, so losing Archie Bradley. I thought it was bad and any glaciers. I thought, but I'm like, ah, I think we'll be all right. But you had been talking about shortstop for a while. You had been talking about defense. You'd been even the bullpen. I, you know, you were okay with, but you weren't like, uh, you know, jumping through the roof about it. Well, and- I, honestly, I thought Garrett Sims and I thought somebody else could step up, and I really thought we have another version of the Nasty Boys, but Garrett. Hasn't pitched good at all. Sims has been okay. There hasn't been one guy in that bullpen all year that I'm like, all right, he's coming in. It's over. That to me has been the biggest problem with this team, along with our crappy defense. And because we're hitting this year, you know, I mean, I know we 
Didn't hit a whole lot uh, in this on Saturday, but it happened. We're not going to score 15 runs every single every single game, and it's going to be ups and downs and all that stuff. But it, it's been more the offense has been way more consistent over the first two months than it was at all last year. Right. So I, you know, I'm just I, I I'm I'm not giving up by no by no means. Don't take this as I'm giving up. I, the, we're only four games out. They, they can go. We're playing the Pirates tonight. Start. You know, they're going to start here in about 10 minutes. Um. I'm excited. I'm still excited about the Reds. I think they got a shot to win this thing. I do. It just we need the guys, and I'm going to use Chris Welch's thing. I use it a lot. They usually perform to the back of their baseball card. I really do think Luis Castillo eventually is going to get back to being Luis Castillo. Gino eventually is going to get back to him because you've seen spurts of it where Eugenio is like he hit like when we scored a 15, that 15 to 16 game against the Cubs last weekend. He had three hits. So you can see sports where he can do it. He's just not doing it consistently, and it's driving me freaking nuts. But I know it's there. And so I still believe, I know we can do it. The players that they have aren't bad. They're just not performing like they normally do. And I don't know why, you know. And I'm not I'm not going to blame David Bell. I'm not blaming him. I, I just don't know what is up there. Why is it? It's like, it's like we're, we're like this close to being a really, really good team. And just we have mental lapses or, or I don't know, something. It's it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know the way the season started, and man, all these runs, and and and, and then even as the season has progressed here, I mean, when we've won games, we've won. We we've we, we beat some people out of the damn ballpark. Yeah, I mean. And like you said, it's just it's something that it you can't put your finger on, and the only guy that can put his finger on it and figure out what the hell is going on here is Dave Bell, in my opinion. I mean, well, I'll put it to this one: the thing is, with, with, with what's going on with Luis Castillo, we got the best we got the best pitching coach in baseball. DJ is the best pitching coach in baseball. And that's the part where I'm like, I can't believe he can't. They can't figure it out with with Castillo. You know, that's the part that 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 is really frustrating because DJ, dude, they're paying him a lot of money because he's a good damn uh, pitching coach. So that's where I'm like, they're going to figure it out. I just they need to figure it out quickly, you know, because we're already four games out, and it wasn't that long ago we were in first place. So and we lost seven in a row. We need to go on like a seven game winning streak. Would be, well, that would be great. I think it should start tonight. Yep, I didn't see the seven in a row uh, coming at all. No. At no. all. That's when we went out west, and we suck. Well, we suck out west, but we then the last have. time we went out there, we beat the Dodgers, and, and we we won that series. So, I it's just it's baseball, man. That's one thing about baseball is it's 162 games, and you never know what's going to happen from day to day. I mean, right. it's a freaking grind, you know. Yep. That's right. That's why they run hundreds of miles in one race in NASCAR because you you never know who's going to come up, who, who could win, who's the guy could be behind. And that's why just what you said was perfect. It, we're four games out, and the world is not ending yet. No. Uh, Jeff wants to know where do I think pool host will land? I said sure. somewhere in the American League so they can DH. And for all these people, and I, it happened last week that pools got released while I was on the air and somebody brought it up. And at first I was kind of like, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting him. Now the more I thought about it, hell no, we don't want pools. And he's dude. He, he has been declining for 10 years. The whole 10 year contract he had with the, with the angels, he wasn't any good. So if somebody picks him up, he's, I think it's going to be in the American league so he can DH. I mean, I, I kind of hope he does so he can get to his 600 or 700 home runs or whatever it is. But you know, it's, it's still fun, man. It's baseball. I love baseball. I, 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 I love watching. I'll be watching them tonight. Yep. And a few minutes, probably. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we get the hell off here. All right. John says Eric Fisher to the Colts for 10 million and he won't be ready till at least week five. That's ridiculous. dude. Ooh. They paid him 10. That's dude. Good, good, good job for Fisher, but there's no way in hell I would have given that guy $10 million. He's coming off with a torn ACL and he can't be back to week five. Hell no, man, Patty Wacker. Uh, that was a good one there because I didn't know that. So, Patty Wacker, I know Patty it's not Wacker. Patty. 
Wagger, like, wagger, wagger. But now you're patty whacker. So anyway, <laughs> that was that was a really good. Uh, that's something I didn't know. And yeah. I agree with Foxy here. We just need to keep winning two out of. I think it'd be two out of three of the rest of the year for the series. Yeah. If, if they keep winning series, it's a good thing. That's the thing. They, they have been winning series. Now they split with the innings because, you know, we wouldn't, uh, they didn't play Sunday because it got rained out. So you, Jeff says he's thinking get KC for, for, uh, uh, pool holes. I have no idea, dude, to be honest. Uh, crown. What did I see that the blue jackets got rid of the coach? I did. That's not surprising. I think it was coming, all year, man. That's a, I think I, Crown. I think you were the first person on my show to ever ask me anything about the Blue Jackets. I kind of quit talking about it because nobody ever wants to talk about. It. But yeah, they they got rid of Torts. That's sad. I, I like Torts, but um, you know, if you don't win, the person gets fired as a coach. Orange Arrow wants to know if we can get DD. We were just talking about that earlier. There's a chance. I mean, I think they from the article I was reading earlier, they got to. Uh, do the medicals and make sure that his knee is recovering uh, good because he's coming back from a torn ACL. And they're not paying him $10 million like the <laughs> the Colts did. But, Era, I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm all for it. I think it's I think that was good. I think that would be a, a very good pickup for the Bengals to add him. If he's your fifth or your oh. fourth. <laughs> oh, the you got, not be a you got guys from 6'4", six, 6'5", six, down to – 510 you got speed from uh 428 depending on on that one kid but anyway and you got Didi who I I don't remember what he ran but I know he's a little quick speedster jitterbug and then you got the big boys coming in shoot you kidding me I mean best in the NFL and it's already been called that Already been called that with no DD, with exactly. nobody else. Already been called, may, could be one of the best in the NFL, period. And I believe it was good morning football. I don't want to trademark that, and they kill me, but I think it was from that show. Yeah, Crip's got a question for you. Dime bag. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got Oh, which I dime bag. You got? Did you get? Uh, did you play golf today? It looks like you and your pretty shirt. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I did not get to go golfing today. I. <laughs> uh, By the way, he loves the name dime bag. Just telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I have. Hey, hey, I haven't said it in a while. I, you know, I, I've been calling oh, you Jeremy D. I know. I've been, the the D man. And, and then he has to. Bring it back up again. Um, but no, uh, no golfing, straight home from work. And uh, hey, you're lucky I'm not wearing a tie or something stupid. Okay. Just just saying. Yeah, he did that. Um, you dressed up for somebody. I don't even remember. You wore a tie on the show one time, dressed up for somebody. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Actually, I did it as a joke, to be honest with you, real quick. And just to let you guys know, when I wore the one of my orange shirts with a tie, I did as a joke. And when Jeff mentioned it, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah I'm, pretty, I'm pretty high up, you know, I'm corporate. I'm corporate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm corporate here. I run, I run strawberry ice. Okay, don't you forget it. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, it sucks to be co-corporate like me. <laughs> All right, real quick. Orange Arrow says Burrow to the 5,000-yard mark this year. Woo! That's a big statement. I'll take it. I, I, dude, we got the weapons. They, they got they got the weapons. It's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's it's going to be a lot of freaking fun watching them this year. My thing is I hope they stay healthy. That, that's been the biggest problem the last couple of years, that they cannot stay healthy. And you know, hopefully we'll have that and, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun. I think the defense, as long as Armadillo doesn't screw it up, I think we got a pretty good chance there, too. And you know what I love? Just really quick, I, I know we're getting to the end here, but if Chad Johnson was in this locker room and we had a young guy named Higgins and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> another young guy named Chase, <laughs> I don't think this would work out that great. But because we got a guy named Tyler Boyd who is just 
top notch. And mm. and Chad, love you. You know what I'm talking about. If you see this, I know you're watching, but- dude. I'm, all the Bengals. That's why I've had so many Bengals on my show. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I don't have lap them, but I've tweeted out everybody else. Yeah, me too. Man. Hashtag join Strawberry Show. Let's put that out. Yep. Sometimes I got to mute them because they just bother me too much. But we got uh, – no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we got Boyd, um, Higgins. How perfect is it to have a guy like Boyd to mentor Higgins and Chase and whoever may come back? I mean, I think – that's why I think this wide receiving group can be one of the best because we have serious receivers – we're not dancing around footballs. We're not signing cheerleaders' boobs. We're not uh, doing none of that. Wait, wait, wait. did yeah. you just say boobs? I, you just, I, I said I, boobs. I, said boobs. I, boobs. I, I was looking at the comments and I heard boobs and I'm like, yeah. what? where? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a little Billy uh, or a Happy Gilmore reference with a little Chad Johnson asking the you know cheerleader to marry him. Ain't got Sheldon nothing. from Canada, what's up, brother? Hey, bro, awesome. Now, I remember, Titus oh. brought this up. We talked about this. We never got to this. But we talked about this. Tim D- Tim Tebow is coming back to the NFL. I said this. Oh. Now, I didn't have a show then, but I said this from the get go. Put him at tight end. I mean, he can run. He 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 likes to to, to hit people. Now he's thirty three years old. I don't know how it's gonna work out now, but you know, I said that ten years ago. So I don't know. Yep. I yep. Same here. I, he was never a quarterback. He was a tight end, and now he's wasted. California, what's up, California? California. Another California, my gosh, California in the city, city up. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna. Okay. <laughs> Nobody what wants to up, brother. Uh, so, all what? right, let's go ahead. You got anything else? Uh, I can't even remember now. Man, we got California, we got Canada, right, man. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Let me uh, thank the. Uh, Facebook groups that let me live stream. I appreciate every single one of you guys. First off, the number one, Hootay Nation. You guys are awesome. I greatly appreciate all you guys. Josh, Tommy, Queen Jen, Queen of Hootay Nation. You guys are awesome. Uh, Cincinnati Reds, Ryan Third heading for home. Hopefully the Reds are going to win tonight and we can blow that group up with a win. Bearcat country. Now, I want to get into this today, but I have I got talking Bengals. Bearcats added some more players. They added another coach. Uh, all that information is on Bearcat Country. You guys can go check that out. The Ohio State Bucknuts for Bucknuts like this dude right here. That guy. Uh, go check them out. They're a fun, interactive Ohio State Buckeyes group. And then you got the Ice Bar. It's my show page. Uh, we just post a lot of different silly memes, TikToks. It's a virtual bar. Come there. Belly up to the bars. Talk some sports. Have fun. You can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, and I have 1,057 likes. I have 1,155 followers. I'm on Twitter at Jeff A. Trenopol. That's T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. Or you just look up Sports with Strawberry Ice, and it'll pop up. I have 520 followers there. Let's try to get that more. I'm on Instagram. TikTok is Iceman90. YouTube, I love this. We are at 1,092 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Seriously, I, I really do. I appreciate you guys for watching the show, tweeting the show out, sharing the show with your friends, telling everybody about what I've been doing for the last two years. Like I said, this started out with just me doing silly, I don't even say silly video, but just doing a video for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and it's evolved into this. I mean, hell, I talked to Dave Lapham yesterday, or not yesterday, Friday, me, me and this guy. We interviewed Dave Lapham. Dave freaking Lapham. Tomorrow, I'm interviewing Chris Welch. These are guys that have been on the radio, and I watch play forever. So this is huge, and it's all because of you guys for subscribing to the show, telling everybody about the show, and everything. So it's not me. It's you guys, and I appreciate it. Um, if you can't sit here and watch the show for an hour, which some people can't, you just want to listen, I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight, putting it on the podcast. Uh, it'll be on Bean Pod. Apple, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, make sure you like, rate, and review, and give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Jeremy, where can they follow you at? Because you're up on Twitter now, too. I, my friend, am now with my new Twitter account. You can yeah. find me at JeremyD84. Very simple. Uh, 
if you have a problem, whatever. Yo, it, I'll solve it. Check out the hook. Oh, sorry. You'll see co-hosts, all <laughs> strawberry ice, almost up. It's on there. Uh, worst case scenario, you can always put at um, D84 Jeremy, but you look up Jeremy D84, you will see me. You'll see a picture of Big Daddy Bayou and every little thing else that Big we can Daddy up Bayou. Daggone right, boy. Well, let me bring it up here real quick. Let's yeah. scroll on down. Hold on. Wait, where is that? There it is. We're going one more time. Big Daddy Bayou. Big, Big Daddy Bayou. That's what we're calling him. Dude, I seriously. mean, you got to look at this guy through. Like, what is going on with him? Like, what did his mama feed him? Pork chops? Dude, I'm telling you, if 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 Dave Lapham says, call us a big daddy by you in a broadcast, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Or if he calls Joe freaking Burrow, Joe freaking Burrow. So. Then, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You, 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 oh, you'd be I've made it. Yep. Well, actually, big daddy by you is you. you. You're the one that named him that. So I'm not taking credit for that. That was you. <laughs> but hey, Joe freaking bro, bro, you're out. Just <laughs> deuces. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that uh, is it, guys. Let's roll. So, other than that, as all together. Always, ready? All together. Here we go. As always, remember one thing and one thing only, and that is you don't live in Cleveland, but you live in a Beautiful city named Cincinnati and get to watch sports with strawberry ice every day. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you for doing everything you've done. Exactly. Who day? Let's go, Reds. Let's beat the Pirates. Let's get on a winning streak. Let's win some, some, some series. Let's get going. Let's get back into this. They can do it. And other than that, that's just sports, baby. Say